Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Yes. Raymond Felton right back. Seconds. Felton for three. With 1.3 to go. What's up and welcome to the Believe in Hornets podcast on the Believe Podcast Network presented by Bet Online. Welcome to the show where myself and Raymond Felton talk Hornets basketball and news around the league. Raymond, how are you? I'm doing good, man. Just moved to Dallas, so it's been, it's been a little hectic for me for about a week or so now, but um, I'm all good now, trying to get settled in and just been keeping up with this this craziness going on in the NBA right now. Yeah, it's been a very, a very eventful offseason. Uh, for everybody involved. So we're going to get into all that stuff in this episode. We're talking Summer League. We're talking Cody Martin uh, staying around in Charlotte. We're talking the Miles Bridges situation. We're talking Kevin Durant. Stick around. We'll be right back after this break. Our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports information. Find all the latest odds, news, and sports developments, including NBA Summer League, Major League Baseball, the latest fighting news, and even next season's early NFL futures. Head to the website betonline.ag or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus, 5-0, 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE. B-L-E-A-V, believe, to get the bonus and get into the action. Bet online where the game starts. All right, so let's uh, let's start off with Summer League. Um, the, the, we got actual basketball to talk about. Um, before we get into what's been happening, I want to get your viewpoint on Summer League in general uh, from when you were in the league. And we see some guys who travel down to Vegas um, as like current players, veteran players come down to take in the festivities that are summer league. Uh, what's your viewpoint on, uh, on this time of the year? Uh, I think it's, it's, it's big, it's special. You know, it, it gives you an opportunity to, you know, get a feel of the game and just, I don't know. It, it was just, it was, it was, it, it was good for me. You know, a lot of people look at it differently and they do things a whole lot differently than when I played yeah. back then. Cause we had to play all the games. There wasn't no, you know, and I was a top five pick, and it didn't matter. We had to play all the games. There wasn't no sitting out because you resting. And, mm-hmm. You know, I was 21 years old. There wasn't no resting, <laughs> you know, so some of these kids are younger. But um, I don't know, man. The, just, the, just the summer league was just opportunity to, like I said, just to get a feel of what it was going to be like. You know, you you know, you know, got so many guys that's quick, athletic, you know, can score, can dribble the ball at, at 6'11", at – Six seven at six two at five eight like it, it just didn't matter you know what I'm saying so it was just a different game everybody on the court was athletic everybody on the court was good so you know it was it was different you know what I'm saying no matter who it was no matter who you look at this person like oh I ain't never heard of him before but he can play basketball so you know summer league is is is, is good it's good for the young guys that really get a, a taste of it you know going into training camp going into the beginning of the year um just to get a feel of how physical how fast. You know, and just how everything moves, you know, on, on the court. Because it's a whole lot different than coming from the college game and some of these kids from high school. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and how, how do you, like, uh, how do you find that balance where, you know, the fan base, they see these guys, 
you know, like like Chet Holmgren, for instance, he gets six blocks in the game, right? But then on the other end, you have him seeing him bodied by uh, a, a, a non-lottery pick, right? Like it's it's summer league, you know, these guys are getting the first taste of professional basketball at the highest level, right? Um, like how do you how do you find that balance and like not to be too freaked out by the bad stuff and not get too hyped up about the good stuff? And this is the NBA. Somebody gonna bust your ass sometimes. You know what I'm saying? And that's yeah. just what it is. So if you're going to come out and you think that just because every night you're a top pick or you're supposed to be a big-time player that, you know, that somebody on the other team ain't going to bust your ass, there's somebody on the other team that was the top pick too. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was somebody that was a top pick at one point. It was somebody that's, you know, established in his league that can score, that can do certain things. So, you know, like he just got a taste of what can happen when, he, when the season starts. You know what I'm saying? You, you're going up against – Jokic as a center, what you think he gonna do to you? Yep. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying, like he gotta he gotta think about it like that. So just because this kid and the kid that the kid that went at him is pretty good. Yeah, Kenny Lofton. Yeah, I like him. Like he didn't didn't get drafted high, but he's gonna stick in the league and he's gonna be playing in the league for a while. He's gonna he's gonna help Memphis to me. Like I think he really can help Memphis. You know what I'm saying? He remind me of Zebo a lot. But um I don't know, man. Like it's just it's part of the game. You know, somebody gonna come out here and bust your behind. Jamal Crawford, you know, gave me my first fifty piece. You know, I ain't gonna say it was all me. You know, what I'm saying like he did it on everybody on our team. But you know, that's the first time I saw fifty piece. You know, he gave us fifty fifty two. I think in Charlotte, he gave us fifty two. So you know, hey, that's the NBA. It's guys that can fill it up. It's guys that can score that ball. So you know, check that's gonna happen to you a whole lot watch your career. <laughs> so just get ready for it. And you're going to give it on your end. You're going to give somebody 40 piece and they can't do nothing with you. And it's going to be some nights where it's going to be somebody you ain't going to do. You ain't going to better do nothing with them. So that's how yeah. it goes, man. That's why I call it the NBA. It's the best of the best. Yeah. And, you know, like, you know, we had uh, Paolo and Jabari go head to head, I think the yeah. next day. And people mm-hmm. are like, oh my God, Jabari, you can't dribble all this stuff. Like it, the internet's going to internet, you know, with that type of thing, there's going to be a lot of that type of reaction. It's it's so early in everybody's uh, career. And, you know, what what we've seen is a lot of teams like kind of really struggling with guard play. So like these these bigs and wings aren't getting fed like they would be normally when they are with the with the, with the main roster, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. you got to, you got to, Everyone has to kind of remember the kind. Of, I'm gonna talk more about this later when we talk about the Hornets because they're they're victims of this as well. Um, but yeah, just in general, like you got to keep in mind like the entire roster and how things would be different well, when the when the. But then on top of that, excuse me, I don't mean to cut you no, off. Go for you, it. Yeah. You playing with guys that they trying to they trying to get a contract. Yeah. They're trying to they trying to be seen. So you got drafted. They ain't trying to pass you the ball like that. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They ain't trying to pass you that rock. You you got your money. You signed. You know, you a rookie. You know, so you already on the roster. So they trying to get on the roster, get on that roster. So they ain't trying to pass that rock like that. So it's a lot of that that comes with it, too. So, But then what, what fans don't understand is ain't nobody perfect. Mm-hmm. Like, ain't nobody going to come out every night and play play great. And I'm pretty sure that game, he was hyped up. You know, he didn't oh, go yeah. number one. He wanted to go number one. He didn't go number one. So he was hyped up to play against him. So, you know, all that all that goes into it. So, you know, he was just nervous. His adrenaline was sky high. So things like that gonna happen, man. Yeah, no, it's um it's it's a it's a it's a journey. You gotta keep the whole the whole um picture in mind when it comes right. to all this stuff. But right. as you know, 
just as fans, like we just we can get excited about the good stuff, you know. When guys are catching lobs and stuff like that, just enjoy it, enjoy it for what it is, you know. <laughs> so with with the Hornets, um, they they go they went into summer league less than what they expected, right? Scott, um, first, I think James Booknight, the news came out about him. Uh, he had a broken pinky finger and got surgery. And so he's, he's, he, was, he was ruled out for summer league entirely, which is a bummer because, you know, we, this roster needs guard play. I we haven't seen a lot too. of him. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll see what he's been working on. So mm-hmm. hopefully we, we have the preseason to look forward to. It's not a debilitating injury. He'll be back. You know, uh, Scotty Lewis is more of a concern for me. This guy was a second round pick last year, um, a highly touted high school player going into college. And, you know, he fractured his lower leg right before summer league started, like the day before, uh, to the point where he was in, he was on Instagram live, uh, watching the summer league game from the hospital bed, which I, I respect the dedication, honestly. Now he's in Vegas now with the team properly with the cast on his leg, but yeah, man, for him, like he's like you mentioned, he's, he's trying to get a, a roster. He was a two-way player last year. He's trying to get on the roster and to get injured right before summer league is pretty brutal. Sucks, man. Sucks. Because now you're looking at the next guy that's coming in to fill that spot because they already know that you broke your leg. So they're not gonna they're not gonna be looking looking for you. Now they're gonna look elsewhere. Mm-hmm. And you know, and as a young guy, that kind of that kind of sucks, man. It could take a toll on you. So, you know. My advice to the young guy, man, stay stay positive, stay up, um, rehab, and keep working, and just you know, just pray about it, man, because this is it's a this it's a tough business, man. Yeah, it's a tough business, and you know, can't really be mad at the organization about it because you know that's one last guy that they maybe was counting on for the roster that now they don't have because he broke his leg, so now they got to go look elsewhere. So it it's, it, it sucks. It sucks. Yeah, and I'm, I believe, um, apologies if I'm wrong here, but I believe the Hornets still have one more two-way slot left. Uh, mm-hmm. Bryce McGowan's their second-round pick has one. So, I don't know. Maybe maybe, maybe Scotty Lewis ends up getting in anyway. I don't know. We'll see what happens with that. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as, like, the games itself, you know, the Hornets are one and one in the Summer League thus far. Uh, first game uh, against the Pacers, and then the second game against the Lakers. Uh, both games were pretty sloppy. Like, I like guess it's, 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 again, Summer League, you know, um, the Wings, McGowan's, JT Thor, et cetera, like really struggled with turnovers. And like, it looked, and, you know, it was the first time playing with each other too. Like, it kind of, kind of tell, no, no chemistry at times, but there are a lot of good stuff in those, in those games. Like, Nick Richards um, played very well, I think, in both games. Uh, he was, the Lakers game specifically is interesting because he was pretty much targeted early. Um, by Scotty Pippen Jr., which is a crazy thing to say out loud. Like, Scotty Pippen has a kid in the in the, G, or in the, in the summer league now. It's wild. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Scotty's uh, courtside, which is really cool. But um, yeah, so like, uh, yeah, Nick Richards in that in that second summer league game, that first quarter, they're really going at him and like getting him on switches away from the paint and kind of abusing him. Um, his um, you know, he's not the best athlete in the world, but you know, they're, they're taking advantage of that early, and he kind of rebounded on that to borrow a phrase and really showed out and was one of the main contributors in that game. So like Nick Richards thus far, I think I've seen a lot from him and with him, a lot of people are like, are, are like, what are, the, are freaking out a little bit because the Hornets drafted Mark Williams with the 15th pick. And I'm like, why are you starting Nick Richards in the summer league? What are you doing? And to that, I say Mark Williams spot on this roster is solidified for the next few years. Cause he's, he's a first round draft pick. He's going to have a long leash to make mm-hmm. this roster. 
Mm-hmm. The Hornets need to figure out what they have in Nick Richards. So getting him extended run now is what you're seeing. Mark Williams is going to be fine. It's not them bailing or worrying. It's not them being concerned about Mark Williams at all. So just be patient. Be patient, folks. I promise it's okay. <laughs> but yeah, people are, like, people are getting really pressed about it. And it's like, it's all right. All right. He'll, he'll get his time. He'll get his time. It's fine. He, exactly. He's definitely <laughs> going to get his time. Like you said, they got to look at other people and look at what they got, what they're working with, with their roster. So, yeah, you know, that's the part that sometimes fans don't understand. They're just like, man, why didn't they play? What's going on? <laughs> Nothing. Nothing is going on. (laughs) Yeah, it's a regular basketball. Like, relax. It's okay. It's okay. Mark Williams would be perfectly fine. And speaking of him, uh, he's looked really good defensively, like as expected. Um, A little over eager, but that's kind of he's a he's a rookie. Uh, A couple times where like he'll bite on on pump fakes and kind of jump up in the air and kick a leg out, try to like block the ball. That will come with with experience. As he gets more experience, that stuff will, will go away. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's really disruptive too, which is really nice on the defensive end. On the, again, but the offensive side, not a lot going on there. But like I mentioned, like we talked about earlier, not a lot of service to the big man in those situations. Need, so that, that will come. You don't need to do nothing but set picks, roll hard, yeah. be able to catch the ball and finish, be able to catch lobs, and be like you say, a great uh, a real protector. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And, a, and a great rebounder, which is something that you know. Charlotte's been missing a little bit, you know, from a center standpoint. Yeah. No, no, no offense to the guys that they had, you know, they, you know, they, they, everybody knows they needed some work in that center, that center spot. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I love Plumley. you know what I'm saying? Like he plays hard, you know, he, he can rebound as well, but this, this young guy going to be, I think he ended up being special. I think he ended up being special as long as he continued to work. Oh, same, same. And again, going back to the freaking out thing, people are seeing what Duran is doing for Detroit and like, oh, we could have had him. And also, like, it's okay, relax. Let's give it some time. Mm -hmm. (laughs) These guys can play in the league for a long time, both of them. Like, both Mm -hmm. things can be true. So let's give it some time. Uh, Bryce McGowan's is a guy who showed a lot outside of like some issues with his handle and some decision making. His jumper looks really nice. He looks really comfortable out there. Mm -hmm. He's one of those dudes who knows where he wants to be, like where his spots are on the floor, and he'll get Mm -hmm. there and get that shot off. And and make it. And I, I like what I saw from him. Like not I'm mean, not everything's going in, but for a second round pick, um, on a two-way contract, he looks like a perfect like Charlotte de- de- developmental guy. You see what they saw in him. So I'm excited about him and what he could bring. Hey man, summer league is is in first two, three games, it's gonna be like that. You know, yeah. Get get them jitters out. You know, they out there trying to go extra hard, trying to prove themselves and look good in front of the coaches, in front of the GMs that they know is sitting out there watching. So, you know, it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna take them a couple games to get used to it. So I look to see, you know, some of that sloppy play, play kind of change a little bit within these next two games coming up. You know what I'm saying? Like they they really need to all right, you know, play about three games now. So, you know, some of that stuff gotta gotta stop, gotta slow down a little bit. It just kind of just you know, take your time and just play basketball. You know, mm-hmm. do what do what got you here. You know, that's why that's what I tell guys. You know, do what got you here. You know, just relax and just do what you did before you got here. Yeah, I mean, there's a reason they give these guys ten fouls in these games. You know, it's uh, <laughs> they, it, it's it, and there's only and so it's um. Uh, 10 minute quarters and then mm-hmm. a two minute OT and a sudden death overtime, which JT Thor had a game winning jumper uh, to seal the deal for the Hornets um, sure against the Lakers. So that, that was a, so speaking of him, you know, same kind of thing, you know, JT Thor is one of those dudes like last year, uh, second round pick again, uh, came in and showed some quality, um, 
minutes and, and showed a lot of potential as a defensive threat, um, as a shot blocker and a, and a shot maker as well. So he's one of those dudes to just keep an eye on throughout summer league preseason and, and throughout the regular season as someone who could be a big part of the rotation, if not now, then in the near future, just from his frame and his mentality. I like what I, I like JT Thor a lot. And he seems to be the perfect kind of archetype for what we're seeing in the league right now. Guys who can play in the Fed multiple positions out on the perimeter. So I'm really happy he had that moment too. Cause like he was, uh, he wanted that shot and he, he, he nailed it. Yeah. Confidence booster too. Oh, for sure. For sure. And it's nice to, you know, summer league, but it's nice to win a game. Like the Hornets haven't won a summer league game in a while. So it was <laughs> nice to get one in that fashion in the sudden, in the sudden death, <laughs> like, right. uh, double OT. Um, <laughs> so, uh, what, Quickly though, Brady Manick is, is on the the summer league roster. Uh, UNC guy, you know, um, he's looked he's looked good. He hasn't played a lot, but when he's been on, he's looked good uh, on both ends. Um, so I'm I'm glad he's getting a shot. I know the Hornets. I know Hornets fans are really excited about um, his potential. I know a lot of people want him on the on to make the team, or if not at least on the Greensboro team, because uh, I know I'm, I'm a strong feeling it'll be a, a solid uh, representation there for him, rooting for him, and well, at the Greensboro Swarm if he makes it. To that team. <laughs> well, you know that, you know, what I'm saying? you're a tar, you're a tar you know, you, you, you in that area, you're going to have a lot of love, but I'd like to see him on the roster, man. I'd like to see him with LaMelo them just spacing that floor as a, as a small, well, small fort, power fort mainly, you know, I'd like to see him out there just to see what he can do because he's a guy that can really fill it up. Mm-hmm. And spacing, spacing is everything in the NBA. You know, if you got guys that can space the court, and can knock down shots with a point guard like that. Hey, he's a guy that I definitely would like to see on that roster. Yeah, I know. Like uh, plus minus isn't the perfect stat, but in a summer league after all. But first game plus minus is uh, plus ten. Second game one is plus twenty one. You know, he shot three for it was three for nine against the Lakers. It was one for three against the Pacers. Like he just one of those dudes who like knows where to be on the court at all times. And as an mm-hmm. older rookie, there's there's value in that. Right. Like he though he has that basketball IQ from from being an older rookie, an upperclassman uh, yeah, coming into the league. Knows how to play. Knows yeah. how to play. Understands the game. You know, he has a he has a, a little bit of an advantage that other guys don't have. He went far in the tournament. So mm-hmm. he understands how to play in big games and how to keep his composure and be pulled and be posed and have to have that poise. So um, I don't know. You know, then on top of that, you know, he he you know, he, he was taught the game the right way because he came from a good program down in Oklahoma. You know, it came to Carolina, you know what I'm saying, uh, for for a year. So, um, I don't know. I, I, I like him. I like him a lot. Like I said, I hope that he can really make that roster. So, I think it's somebody, to me, I think that can help right away. Somebody that yeah. they, they don't have to spend a lot of time in Greensboro, for real. Because he's played a lot of basketball. Like you said, he's, a, he's an older rookie who's already, I feel like, polished and ready to play right now. So, you know. Just like anybody else, is going to be nervous trying to make a team, trying to solidify that. But um, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, I'm I'm rooting for him for sure. Um, some quick notes on some just a few other players. Um, LJ Figueroa and Tyshawn Alexander are two dudes who came in and just created a lot of offense for the Hornets. Two guys who are really in audition mode and I think showed out showed a lot of promise. So those are two dudes to watch out for uh, the rest of summer league. And then the big man, Kai Jones, um, people caught a lot of attention after game one. He went 0 for 10 from three. Um, I think he went five for five um, from, uh, from, from uh, two-pointers, basically. So when he 
simple. Like when he drives to the rim, he's really <laughs> good. And then the shot wasn't wasn't there in that first game. My I'm not worried about that. Like I look at it, get your shots up, get your try to get your confidence up, just get the reps in. It's the first summer league game. I'm not worried about it. I was hoping in game two that he would just continue to shoot just to get that rhythm in, but he didn't. You know, he, I think he took he took two shots in game two. So I hope he doesn't lose confidence in that jumper because that's that's what that he needs that to go to the next level in his game because. I, I look at him as a guy who looks very comfortable driving to the rim, either with, with or without the ball in his hands. And if he wants to be a 6'10 uh, wing or a, like a more power forward-ish type player, um, I think he's going to really need to make the defenders honor his jumper. And so I, I, that's like the biggest part of his game to really develop So offensively. So hopefully in game three, we see more shots from Kai Jones. I, I don't want his confidence to be affected by that 0 for 10 first game and I don't think it is but I'm hoping like in game three we see a little more 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 uh gets more shots up um from distance at least it's the only way it's gonna go in young fella you gotta shoot it Mm -hmm. (laughs) let it fly let it fly um and then uh Leangelo Ball uh he was out for game one in health and safety protocols he made his summer league debut in game two uh he played five minutes I believe yeah five minutes he had one jumper opportunity, I think, at the end, tail end of the first quarter. Um, a corner three attempt didn't go in. And that was really, I, I don't like genuinely, I don't think he touched the ball since. So we'll see with that. I know there's a lot of ball family fans out there. Just give it some time. We'll see. I don't know what he's dealing with post COVID. Um, and I know he was one of the biggest stars of Summer League last year. You know, people were chanting for his name last Summer League. I didn't hear that. La- or what was that Sunday night Monday night whenever that game was um, so we'll see we'll see I, we'll see I, his jumper looked good last year I don't I haven't seen much of him since so oh, he we'll can shoot the ball that's yeah. one thing he can't do he can't do that so he ain't gonna work about that and he will shoot if he got it he will shoot it that's for sure <laughs> most definitely most definitely uh, so the Hornets uh, play again uh, tomorrow so we're, we're recording Tuesday night right now it's so the Hornets play at 5 p.m. Eastern on Wednesday uh, against the Cavaliers. So that we'll see how that goes. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, so moving on to just uh, Hornets roster moves. Cody Martin is staying around um, four years, reportedly four years, $32 million, around eight per year, depending on how it's weighted. Um, mm-hmm. it, Cody Martin is the type of player you need. Every roster in the league needs a guy like Cody Martin mm-hmm. that can play multiple positions in the van, multiple positions that knows his role within the greater scheme of things, can hit a shot, can make a stop. Like everyone needs a Cody Martin. And I think that that number is a very team friendly number and it also takes care of him pretty well. Bravo for the young fella, him and his brother. Yeah, he got paid I'm as well. Happy. Shout out to Caleb. I'm very happy. Both of them, I'm glad both of them got paid because they're two guys that really help both organizations. They, they help Charlotte. You know what I'm saying? And the other one helped with Miami this year. Both of them had big roles for both teams. And, you know, they they got paid and deservingly so. So, you know, bravo. Congrats, congrats to those two guys. Um, but definitely, man, like everybody can't be the star. Everybody can't be the top scorer. You know what I'm saying? You need guys like that. That's why Golden State is so great. You know what I'm saying? Because they – Draymond, like people don't understand what Draymond Green does for that team. You know what I'm saying? He's he's the motor of that team. You know, Steph is the is the face of the team. He's the all-star, the superstar, you know, the 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 fan favorite that everybody loves, you know, across across the NBA. But Draymond is the guy that if you take him off that team, 
they they are nothing, you know. I mean, I'm just be honest with you. They're nothing, you know, for what he does for them defensively, for what he does for them as a leader, and just like him just knowing the game so well, being able to guard, like you say, one through five, yep. you know, as a center. And then on top of that, just his IQ of the game and just that, just the just him knowing that their 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 scheme, just him knowing their culture. He is their culture, you know. You know, he is part of what they built there. So you need guys like that. And I think the two twins, they are definitely those type of guys. Like those, they are those 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 glue guys that you need to get over that hump to win championships. So shout out to them too, man. I'll definitely give them all the love for that. Yeah, and Cody uh, um, and Caleb, you look at them. And if you if you're if you're a Hornets player going into the organization as an undrafted player or a second round player, you can look at these guys as examples of of this Hornets developmental system. You know, spending time in Greensboro, paying your dues, uh, waiting for your opportunity, and making the most of it can lead to a payday and and, and solid NBA moments. So, um, so to to Bryce McGowan's to. Uh, the um the second round picks last year, JT Thor, Scotty Lewis, like whenever he gets right and healthy again, like there, there's a pathway to the to the league and to a second contract um through the system, which is again going back. I've, word of the, the word of the podcast today is patience. Because <laughs> everyone has a little patience and uh <laughs> it could work out, you know. Okay. So pivoting to some not fun stuff. Um, Miles Bridges. All right. Yeah. So I'm just gonna run through just the sequence of events here. And we'll talk about it. So uh, Hornets offered Bridges a, uh, a qualifying offer, making him a restricted free agent. As expected, you know, everyone knew it. You know, it's around like $9 million. It makes him a restricted free agent. So if another team wants to offer him a, free, a new contract, Hornets have an opportunity to match. A standard business. Um, shortly thereafter, um, he was charged for with uh, felony domestic violence on June 28th and then shortly released on bail. Right now, he's uh, due in court on uh, July 20th, which is one week after the deadline for the Hornets to pull their offer. Uh, Jake Fisher with Bleacher Report says um, no one in the league expects the Hornets to pull that offer at this point. Um, If the Hornets want to pull that offer uh, after that July 13th deadline, the team and Bridges would have to agree to it. So it's it's very much a wait and see type thing from a from a basketball point of view. But. Personally, um, you know, and from a legal point of view, we'll wait and see. But seeing the images and the video from uh, his wife's Instagram, it's it's pretty brutal, uh, really brutal stuff to to stomach and kind of rocks at your core when you hear his son talking about this stuff. So uh, as a fan, I'm really really upset <laughs> with a, by all of it. Uh, Raymond, what are your thoughts on uh, on this Bridges situation? I'm pissed for multiple reasons, man, because, you know, you're looking at a kid that I, I I know, you know, is a good kid. And then, you know, for whatever reason, whatever's going on, like whatever these young guys dealing with, whatever they getting this aggression from to put their hands on women, it's just, it's, it's, it's not, it's not cool, man. It's just not what it is. You know, having sisters for myself, having a daughter, um, just something that's not tolerated, man. It's not okay. And you talking about somebody who dealt with something, you know, female-wise, and it wasn't true on my end. But what it what it do to you as a as a as a person as a public figure? 
it kind of it kind of tarnishes you tarnishes you mentally too. So what he's dealing with is all his fault by all means. Like I've seen the pictures, I've seen every, I've seen her face, I've seen everything that that's going on with it, and I hate it because this is a kid that was about to get at least one hundred and fifty million dollars to me. You know, definitely over a hundred million yeah. that he was finna get, and you know, now you're in a situation where you could end up going to jail and not getting no contract. Um, and if you don't, if everything works out, you know what goes on with that situation. When you go to court, you're looking at just playing another season with a with a qualifying offer and playing up under some scrutiny situations and you have to deal with a lot. You have to deal with people saying crazy stuff to you. You know, you got to deal with, you know, you know, social media, media stuff. You have to deal with a lot of stuff. And it's, it's, it's a lot, it's a lot mentally, you know, you know, it's, it takes a toll on you. And I don't know, man. It's just, it kind of, it, it kind of hurt my feelings when I saw it, man, just for, just for him, for his family, because this is a kid that, did everything right, had a had a great year, you know, got better in all categories of his game to like less than like 24 hours before he yeah, was trying to like before, get, yeah. get some big money, you know what I'm saying? Something like that happens, man. So like it it I hate it for him and his family and for what his future could have been. And you know, hopefully, you know, God willing it's not over. But what I will say just man to man is that that's something that you never can do again. That's something you can never do. Never put your hands on a woman, never hit a woman in that way, or just any of any of those things, man. Just if you get that angry, just leave. Just walk out the house. Like no matter if she hits you, just walk out the house. Cause at the end of the day, we still are men. We still more powerful than a woman. You know, when it comes to that, you know, when it comes to that physicality in that way, like we're still way more powerful. So you should never put your hands on her, no matter what she do, no matter what she say. So I wish him the best, no matter what. And I know some people out there that that has other opinions, but no matter what, that's still this man's life. That's still his family that, you know, hopefully that he can, you know, get some counseling and, and you know, work things out with her and be there with his kids and, you know, just get his life together, man, because I I, I I hate to see that for any athlete, for anybody, man. That's, I don't know, it's just, it's sickening. It's sickening talking about it right now. So, yeah, uh, Miles, I wish you the best, you know, but, you know, if you do get this second chance, you know, just, you know, get yourself some help if that's what you need and just understand that this is something that never can happen again. This is something that's not tolerated, you know, in the basketball world, something that's not tolerated in the world, period. So, you know, but I, I do I do hope everything do work out for him, though, because it's still it's still his life and it's still part of her life as well and, and, and their kids. So, yeah, you know, I, I hope I hope things work out for him. Yeah, because, you know, if um, obviously he's going to get his day in court, have an opportunity to, you know, to go through the legal process. But yeah, like the the images and the video from from his son is is, is really like chilling and, yes. and awful. So um, the for their sake, I hope they never have to go through anything like that again. If that's what happened, um, but yeah, it's 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 pretty brutal. So it's hard to even like even picture him in a Hornets uniform right now because it's so that that image is so like burned in your yeah. brain. Yeah, and I don't know how. So the I think the Hornets will have to really. Figure, figure out how they want to approach this because 
are they going to ask fans to to cheer for Miles Bridges? Like, are they asking them to separate those things in their mind? And this is this is my thing with it. I don't mean to cut you off. Yeah, like you know, by all means, he shouldn't have did that. He shouldn't have touched her. He should never in your life put your hands on a woman. Never in your life, especially getting in front of your kids. Like, come on, that's 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 not tolerated at all. That's 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 unacceptable. You know, but who 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 are we to judge Miles Bridges? You know, saying it's only one person who judges us, and that's God. So for me, it's one of those things where I'm sick about it. And honestly, like like he should be penalized. He really should. You know, whatever the league does, suspend him for X amount of games, whatever, you know, whatever they decide to do, you know, which is that's definitely is going to happen. Like, even if he gets off, they're still going to suspend him. Yeah. It's still going to happen. So, um, but nobody's perfect, man. Nobody's perfect in this world. We can't, you know, nobody's here to judge. I, no, not everybody put their hands on people, but at the same time, we've all done stuff that, you know, has gotten us in trouble. We've all done stuff that, that wasn't right. So, you know, no sin or no or no crime or no, no, no wrong thing is bigger than the other. But, um, I don't know, man. I just, I just, I just hate to see it. I just hate yeah. to see it. I don't even want to speak on it no more because I don't want to make it seem like I'm, 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 I'm four miles, you know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. I am hoping that he, he doesn't, he don't lose his career off this. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. Like, you know what I'm yeah. saying? I can't say that. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm all with him because, you know, you just can't do what you did. You can't, you can't hit women like that. You can't do that. That's not acceptable. But I just, I don't want to see him lose his, his, his life, his career. I'm pretty sure it's a dream of his, yeah. you know what I'm saying? To play in the NBA. I just, I hate to see that because I was, I'm a person. I'm a, I was a kid that dreamed to, to do that, to get there. And just the thought of it being snatched and taken away from me is like, this is this devastating. So I, I I wish him the best, man. But you know that's it. That's all I got to say about it. I don't even want to speak on it no more. <laughs> oh no, no worries. Like it's we won't know anything else until the twentieth. I don't think right. about earliest. I don't I don't think anything's going to change from a Hornet side or from his side. So until yeah. uh, his court date, and then even those like I, you know I I used to be a news reporter and I would cover court dates. And if yeah. someone shows up words are read and nothing happens and they're like and I, i'm me as like me reporter sam would have to go i thought like, oh, i have to make a story out of this so when right. nothing happened all i can say is so and so went to court today and then this is all the stuff that happened before this but nothing new happened so i don't i i, I don't know well maybe something will come out on the 20th probably not uh but we'll wait and see um yeah. moving on back to basketball um oh, moving on away from the hornets it's been a mad off season. Um, the I want to talk about uh, Rudy Gobert first because this 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 blew me away. Um, it, Minnesota went all in on on this project, right? They have new owners coming in. Alex Rodriguez, part of that ownership group. Uh, that that Timberwolves team made a really nice run uh, in the playoffs. Like really like making their making their like coming out party for a lot of those guys. Anthony Edwards specifically, right? And uh, they saw an opportunity to get better, uh, add to their their mix there, and, and went all in, trading a lot of picks for for Rudy for Rudy Gobert. Uh, so, what, what do you make of this deal and the uh, idea of uh, having Gobert, Towns, Anthony Edwards, uh, D'Angelo Russell, 
uh, Jaden McDaniels in that in that in that set up in Minnesota. That's that's getting rid of a lot. That's mm-hmm. that's really getting rid of a lot. Um, but you do add a big asset to your team, to a team that I feel like they got a taste of the playoffs and got a taste of the atmosphere and they want to feel that again and they want to continue to try to advance. So that's what teams do. They they give up things to try to get better right away. And to me, I think they did. I think they did. They got better right away. They lost a lot. So see, see what else they pick up during free agency and throughout the summer to add to the team. Um, like uh, Kyle Anderson from Memphis is a guy that added as well. I like that a lot too. That's you a know? big pickup. I hate Memphis lost him, to be honest with you. Um, but yeah. that's a um, that's a big pickup as well. Another guy that can play, another guy that's um that's been in the playoffs a few times. Um so yeah, like I say, man, they got better. They uh, a lot yeah. of people don't like the fact that they give up a lot of all those picks, you know, so and some good young players on top of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Walk, poor but, Walker Kessel got traded three times already. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Before he even put on a uniform, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, so you know, but man, Pat I Bev think, after the whole run, yeah, it's oh man, I, I know I feel bad for Pat too, man, because he, you know, he 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 was emotional last year. He was mm-hmm. really, he was really like, you know, kind of like their their general, you know, yeah. their general last year, man. So you know, I, I hate to see him be be put in a situation like that, but that's how the NBA goes. That's how the NBA goes, man. And to me, I still think Minnesota got better. I think they still got better. You know, Alan Kyle right now added on Rudy. They they got better for sure. Yeah, man. The, the West, man. The Nuggets can be healthy. Clippers gonna be healthy. It's gonna be, it's gonna be interesting Ooh. Western Conference. Hey, the Nuggets. The Nuggets gonna look good, man. <laughs> and, and and I'm hearing they 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 making a shot at um KD too. What I'm hearing. Oh yeah, so that's perfect transition. So uh yeah, Kevin Durant <laughs> wants out uh, reportedly. Uh, Kyrie too. Uh, what do you make of this? <laughs> uh, I, I don't know, man. I think it's all boils down to that Kyrie didn't get that get the extension. You know what I'm saying? So he opted in to make sure he get his money, but he still don't want to be there. So you know he, you know he he played that smart, you know to get to get all that money he got left. But you know. Um, and I think it's just one of those things where him and KD is close, they tight, and it's like, if you're not going to be here, I'm not going to be part of this future, then y'all need to let me go, too. Get me out of mm-hmm. here. You know what I'm saying? Because I came here to play with him. So if he's yeah. not going to be part of your future, then neither am I. So that's kind of how that, I feel like. I don't know for sure, but I'm pretty about 75%. That's how that situation is going. Is going down, so I don't know. It's gonna be interesting to see, man. Still a lot of people out there, man. I don't yeah. know. DeAndre Ayton ain't done that yet either. Nope, Colin Sexton's still out there. Yeah, so yeah. I'm trying to figure out what's going on with um uh, with DeAndre, man. What's 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 been the word? I think it's like Durant's ruining this for everybody, basically, because like everyone, everyone wants to, everyone, every team wants to keep the cap space and just like trying to figure out if he wants to go to Phoenix, right? Then they have to figure out a signing trade with Aiden going Aiden. the other way. So like, there's yeah. so many. Uh, balls in the air with with the Durant sweepstakes, so to speak, and then going back to the Gobert thing. Gobert just raised the bar for a, a star trade acquisition, and then like, mm-hmm. no offense to Gobert, but there's Gobert and there's Durant. So like the idea of the Nets wanting two All Star players and picks back, it's like how many teams can even give that up, and then how many of those teams does Durant want to go to? So like 
he mentioned Phoenix um, as a one in Atlantic, or not he, reportedly hit by Phoenix, um, Miami, maybe another two or three teams on like on the short so, list. That's what I'm saying though. So Miami, who 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 you gonna give up? Like I think you gotta put. You gotta, I think Lowry has to be in that deal to make the the contracts yeah. work. You can't yeah. you can't trade Bam because he's a he's on his uh, rookie max extension, I think, and they already have Ben Simmons. So like they'd have to move Ben Simmons to get Bam back. You have Hero that you could put in a deal, I guess. Yeah. Um, but like I don't know. I I think he's gonna stay in Brooklyn. Like I don't I don't think they come up with at least at the start I, of the season. I think both of them gonna end up staying there. Yeah. They might get traded, you know, in the second half. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I don't see him leaving beforehand. So with that being said, what so like what's that atmosphere like now? Yeah, it's gonna be mad awkward. It's yeah, be- what's the atmosphere like now? You basically told me to I'm trading me, I want out, mm-hmm. but now you're stuck here to play. So so now what? Yeah, not great. Not great. Uh, <laughs> New Orleans is like the best landing spot for him because you put you can do Ingram and uh, New Orleans have all those picks from. I give, I want, I'm still though. I'm, I'm not. I'm not rolling. Yeah. I'm not giving up. I'm not giving up Ingram. I'm not giving yeah. up young. Me I'm neither. Not I'm, up not doing a young guy. I'm not giving up a young guy. I'm sorry. I love yeah. Katie. And Katie is a bona fide scorer and one of the best players in the NBA. I'm not giving Brandon Ingram up or whoever else. When I got a, a young team that's been playing well, that did great like last year. And you just got Zion. He's healthy. He's ready to go. Yep. Sign a max. Just got paid. Yep. So listen, I'm not. No, I'm not rolling. <laughs> yeah. I'm not rolling. No. I'm, so not yeah, getting I, Ingram, I'm telling you. Yeah. The Lakers. The Lakers did that, and they <laughs> made that mistake. So New Orleans, don't y'all make that mistake? Nope. No. 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 So yeah. Uh, I, I swear. I. I think KD and, and Kyrie start the season in Brooklyn, and after that, who knows? But. Um, I, that's gonna be something else. Yeah, and then there's that deadline, right? Like December-ish, when guys who are changed teams this summer can then be, are eligible to be traded around December, January. Mm-hmm. Uh, so m- maybe when there are more players available to be put in deals, maybe that's when you can see a deal and be made if if those guys stay in Brooklyn. But um, it's cool. with those guys being traded, it has to be a third team. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna, it's gonna have to be another team. There's no way they can make it work. It's gonna have to be another team. Oh, no so, doubt. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. So, and then that's one of the beauties of Summer League because everyone's there. Like all the executives there, you know, there's a good opportunity to get things done face to face as well um, in, in that in Vegas while, while, the, mm-hmm. while these games are going on. Right. Uh, J- Jalen Brunson to the Knicks is made official. It's like the worst kept secret in the league. Uh, like Julius Randle and World Wide West, like we're scouting. Uh, uh, Jalen Brunson in like during their playoff series, like, like he was a high school recruit. Uh, they hired his dad. Um, it made official. He's a, I don't know if it's official yet, official, official, but what do you make of Jalen Brunson to the Knicks? Cause I've heard your name mentioned a lot and people are saying this is the best point guard they've had since you were there. Uh, what do you, what do you make of Jalen Brunson and this I deal like, in New York? I, I like Jalen. I like Jalen. He's, he's, he showed that he can be a top level point guard. Yeah. You know, when Luke, when Luca got out, Luca got hurt. He got that opportunity. He, I mean, he showed it all here, but you know, it's, it's kind of hard to, Show who you really are when you got a superstar like Luca, you know, overshadowing everything. So now he had the opportunity and he killed, you know, mm-hmm. you know, he, he, him and Dinwiddie, you know, together was balling out in the Utah series without Luca. So, you know, shout out to them guys for that. But, um, definitely though, he's, he's tough, you know, he, he's smart, clever, knows how to play the game. You know, he's he's definitely going to be a, a big pickup for the New York Knicks, you know. But what I'm hearing is, though, 
it's, it's some stuff going on, man. Something might happen. You know, say Mark Cuban ain't ain't, ain't rolling with the tampering. Yeah. Nope. Say he ain't rolling with the tampering. So I'm I'm hearing that, you know, this is some some something gonna shake, something gonna happen with this whole situation. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. I mean, it is what it is, man. I play for both organizations, both two great organizations. So I listen. Just, just whatever. Just it is what it is. That's that's how it goes. You <laughs> you lose players, you keep players, and you know that's how it goes. You know, what was they recruiting him and doing all that? I'm pretty sure they was. Oh yeah, for just, sure. Just, just like anybody else would do. You know, they send players to talk to them, and you know whatever they're gonna do, they hire his daddy. So come on, you know, you know that's that's it's pretty obvious. Yeah, it's pretty but, obvious. You yeah. know, but it's still not something that can't be done. If they want to hire his dad, and they hire his dad, which you, nothing, nothing, nobody can do about that. You know, his daddy was a coach in the NBA before. Yeah, and, you know, and he played. So yeah. you know, so like, it's nothing you can really say about it. So hey, he got hired. Yeah, he's know? not. He's not some random dude. Like he's he's right. qualified as well. <laughs> exactly. So you know what I'm saying. So, but does it look crazy? Of course, man. It's one of those things where you just overlook it. Like yeah, we know what y'all did, but whatever, you know. <laughs> Just let it go. You know what I'm saying? So, I don't know. But I want to talk about what you think about this trade San Antonio made or the Hawks made to get. Oh, DeJounte Murray? Uh, yeah. Yeah, so that, that's a, that's an interesting one because he must have made it clear to San Antonio. Like, at the time, Murray has two years left on his deal. And he must have made it clear to them that he's going to explore the market, right? And so San Antonio are like, all right, well. They're not trying to be good right now. There's a, a really nice French kid in the draft next year that I'm sure they'd be really happy to draft. So it's like a, a best of both worlds type of thing or like a win-win scenario here where the Spurs can get some assets back. Right. Um, they wave Gallinari's going to, uh, to Boston, which is a move I like for them a lot, actually. Mm-hmm. But, um, and then Murray uh, next to Trey. You know, Trey's going to have to play off ball a bit more, but I think he's more than capable of doing that. Was this good for him? Yeah, and then Murray's really good defensively. He can rebound. Um, mm-hmm. He's a good. He, he's a good glue guy. Um, I'm really curious what they do with John Collins, but that that will come later. There's a lot of rumors about him getting moved, but as a backcourt, Trey Young and Dejounte Murray is really dope. I'm here for that. I that's like that gonna, a lot. That's gonna be tough in the East. You know what I'm saying? So I, I heard it was a mutual thing with with, yeah. with the Spurs. It, you know, you, you hear things, but you know, some of it can be bullshit. Some of it can be true. Uh, I think it's one of those things where. Um, San Antonio basically just saying we own a rebuilding and you know we feel like you can go somewhere else and help somebody else you know saying we're gonna we're gonna give you that that respect and all of that to to trade you somewhere else where you can possibly go try to win games and play in the playoffs and do all of that because they're they're in a rebuilding stage right now San Antonio I was like why not build around him yeah. He's still young. Yep. You know, so maybe he wants to win right away. Maybe there's something like he do got two years left and, you know, I mean, he wants to try to, you know, he wants to try to play for something. So I, I understand that. So I don't know what happened. It can, it can go either way, you know, how the conversations went, but I still like that. I still like those two guys playing together. So that's going to be fun to see this year. Yeah, and and also you mentioned talking about the Hawks reminded me that Herder and Malik Monk are both Sacramento Kings now. Uh, right. So congrats to Malik, uh, like really happy for him. That Sacramento team, like 
uh, Keegan Murray is looking really great in summer league. Uh, they like a full year of, of uh, Sabonis and Fox with uh, with Monk and and Herter there. Uh, Rashawn Holmes, Harrison Barnes, like that. That Ooh. team is kind of nice. Dan Fox, Sabonis, <laughs> yeah. Mitchell coming off the bench, back row point guard. Yeah, Davion Mitchell's I, real nice too. Yeah, who, who I like. Yep. Hey, listen, this team here puts something together, and they got a great coach, Mike Brown, coming over there too. Mm-hmm. Hey, listen. People better watch out for Sacramento, man. Yeah, it's the West. The West is sneaky. I'm telling you. <laughs> it's going to be a hard time for a lot of these teams um, in the Western <laughs> Conference, for sure. <laughs> um, And then, I guess, yeah, and then Colin Sexton's still floating out there. We'll see what happens with him. Again, I think it's just a, a matter. I think he goes back to Cleveland. I'm not – I'll be shocked if he went anywhere else. Right. Um, And then, again, James Harden, technically still a free agent, but we all know he's going back to Philly. He's trying to figure out the, the particulars with that. Mm-hmm. Um. One thing that I wanted to talk about that I think has been removed from Twitter is uh, the take foul decision. Sham Sharania from The Athletic tweeted about it, and I, I think he deleted the tweet. So it maybe maybe jumped the gun a little bit. It's not finalized, but they're getting closer yeah. to uh, get, getting rid of the take foul. He put it out there and they got on him. So you better take that down right <laughs> now. So, uh, well, wait, because there are also there are some talks about a play, an in-season tournament and yeah. the, the play-in. So when that news comes out, we'll talk about that in, an, in another episode. But yeah, gotcha. I, think, uh, I think we leave it here uh, for now. Is there anything else you want to get into before we say goodbye? Nah, man, that was really it, man. That was it. All right, cool. Yeah, uh, stay locked for all this crazy uh, NBA <laughs> news uh, that's that's going on the rest of the year. Because uh, we're not we're not done. Keep your uh, Twitter notifications on for, for sure. sure. But for uh, sure. <laughs> everyone out there, if you made it to this, if you made it this far into the podcast, just go a little further. Leave us a review on iTunes. Tell a friend. Share the share the show with somebody. Yeah. Uh, but thank you so much for listening to the Believe in Hornets podcast on the Believe Network, presented by Bet Online. We'll talk to you next time. Peace. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.